title deciders, last-minute equalisers, last-minute winners, and a Jurgen Klopp pulled hamstring. Right, Tate. Afternoon, Jack. You right? Yeah, mate. All good. All good. Oh, nice weekend. Yeah, it was good. Nice. Bank holiday weekend. Yeah, we had a nice Saturday, didn't we? Yeah, celebrating uh, Ipswich's promotion back to the championship. Yeah, bloody. Hell. I didn't mind it until <laughs> Saturday night, but JJ and Co, the closet Ipswich fans that came out of the woodwork. Oh. Yeah. Uh, no, congratulations to them and McKenna, um, getting them his first promotion up to the championship. First time for four or five years, I think. Yeah, no, it's absolutely smashed. I mean, the whole league they've done well, but mm. yeah, Saturday what six nil was it? Six nil, yeah. I was very confident they'd go up, and yeah, six, five nil at half time, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, ridiculous. ridiculous. Um, but yeah, they're up, back in championship, and they could be facing one of the two clubs that played tonight, mm. Leicester and Everton. That's a massive game later on this evening. Mm. Speaking of Leicester, Leicester were last relegated from the Premier League in two thousand three, two thousand four. Can you name three players in that squad? Oh, I'll give it a go, I've yeah. got the whole squad here, so <laughs> um, blood. yeah, no, it's it's hard, but there'll be. A, I'll give you. If you're struggling, I'll give you a clue. <laughs> Interestingly enough, the bottom three um, that year were Wolves, bottom Leeds, Leicester. There were three that went down, mm. and the two the teams were above them in 17th and 16th were Everton and Man City. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. And Arsenal finished top. <laughs> <laughs> Question. <clears throat> Speaking of Man City in 16th and Arsenal top, that's, we're going to start this. We yep. the, the pod's basically going to be, obviously since last week, there's been nearly 20 games of football, basically. Yeah, double, double game, basically. Um, we're going to basically work our through, way through the table, start at the top, talk a bit about the Champions League fights and the 5th and 6th, then move down to relegation throughout the show. Um, but like I just mentioned, we'll start off with the top and Man City's mm. win yesterday put them point are they point ahead now point ahead with a game in hand I believe uh, two yeah still technically still two in hand with one point ahead because obviously Arsenal play tomorrow yeah so they'll go they'll go back two games ahead but yeah we'll start in a week shall we when uh, Arsenal travelled up yeah well I saw what did I say 3-1 three, 3-0 three I had 3-0 when you had 4-2 prediction yeah, yeah. Um, I said if we'd get out the first four minutes I think it was 37 seconds we'd do alright <laughs> Last six minutes, yeah, and that was they're ridiculous. Aren't they they, they I mean, are though, and that's they are. But De Bruyne and Haaland that game, they were unbelievable. Like obviously, no, De Bruyne's a great player. Haaland, yes, he scores loads of goals, a good player. But I've never, well, only really watched him for a year. But yeah, Haaland was incredible. Yeah, and he was, and he knew exactly what that game meant. The win would be massive for them, yeah. and, and he just bullied. Yeah. Just stuck on Holding and just bullied him all game. Mm-hmm. The first goal comes from a long ball that Holding is then holding yeah. to Haaland, and that's just a complete mismatch. Yeah. It plays to pleasure in the corner. De Bruyne, a great first touch, great second touch, and then thumps it in. That's a typical De Bruyne goal. You see him yeah. gliding with the ball and a great finish. And then it's Arsenal hanging on all half, yeah. and the goal on half time kills it. It's just. If you're gonna, we we should have been three 0 down anyway. But if you're gonna see the goal to Man City, you at least make it a good goal. Conk, a set piece goal for Man City. It's like, oh, it's just. And I thought, well, I thought it was offside. Like most people would have, and then mm-hmm. they obviously checked and checked and checked, and 
According to the lines, it was onside, but yeah, that, that's they all. Drew the lines that day, though. Yeah, <laughs> they did that. I did messages and they drew the lines that night, but um, yeah, that was the killer blow, wasn't it, really? Yeah. I, I th- thought it was developing as one of those, like you said, you, they were one up, but they had a few chances in the first half. I was like, oh, please score, please score. Oh, they were, ba- they were always going to batter us, because yeah. well. to, to beat Man City, you've got to be perfect. And even to compete with them, you have to be perfect. Yeah. I've gone to now, but Arteta said, come out and said, where is it? Well, I've got it. He said, the, the better team won today. We played an exceptional team, and he said, we are too an exceptional side, but today we were not at the races. And yeah. they would, even if you have 10 players and one player has a bad day, their city will probably take advantage of that and beat you. So, mm. yeah, you just were, were poor that night. Like I was saying before, um, if City win their both games in hand, which they probably should do, mm. as it stands right now, there'll be four points clear at Arsenal, all level games played. The only difference this season has been the head-to-heads. And that's... I think everyone everyone knows Arsenal are the second best team in the league at the moment. They have been this year. Man City are the best. Man City's worst result in all competitions since February is a 1-0 away win at Palace. Like, that's just bonkers. They've had a couple... They had a couple... They drew away at Leipzig and they drew away at Bayern. Like, okay. Sorry, they're bad results. Like. Yeah, no, I've got it. 18 games since that loss, which was Spurs somehow on the 5th of February, beat 1 0. All comps, they're 15 wins, 3 draws, conceded 11, but they've scored 56 goals. Mm. 56 goals. And again, that's Champions League games against Bayern, that's Leipzig, that's Cup games when they smashed Sheffield United. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. And Arsenal in that same breath, their last 13 games, 9 wins, 3 draws, and a loss. Mm. Like, if you average that over the season. That equals 39 games, but it would be you'd get 90 points off that. Mm. And that's if Arsenal win the rest of their five games, they get 90 points. Like, mm. to not, to not, you could, we could quite easily lose the league by five points and still get 90 points. It's just the, the level at Man City are just a joke. And yeah, yeah, and they've kicked in a perfect time, yeah, for a, a fairly long time now, but yeah, they know. And, and certain players like Grealish and Morris when he's needed scores a hat trick in the semi final, but oh, we won't play him against Arsenal. Yeah. We don't need to do that. You saw um, yesterday Alvarez plays scores a ridiculous goal. Yeah, De Bruyne. Oh, poor De Bruyne wasn't yeah. playing. De Bruyne was unbelievable against Arsenal, and then oh, he's I don't know, he's got he's, he's got toenails too long and he can't play. Like yeah, they're unbelievable. Foden comes off the bench. Mm. Um, the, the prime example was that Ake was injured. Yeah. Oh, so let's bring in. The best right back ever to play in the Premier League, Carl Walker. Yeah, and then let's play a right footed centre back, left back, and he. Yeah, they we just yeah. They're just we'll have Laporte on the bench the whole yeah. game because we can. Yeah, they were very good, but, but I would say that Arsenal didn't lose the league that night. It was not. Yes, they uh, got beat by City twice, but the three draws before, like everyone knows, that that's what has cost them massively. Yes, I would agree. I also. We just haven't been perfect, and. To win the league, you have to be perfect against the yeah, City. No, I mean, yeah, it's, obviously those three draws, you weren't perfect those those three games. So. It's it's, I don't, it's. How do I explain this? Really, I, I'm not trying to shift the blame, but I'm also. What else can you do? We are fighting against a team of just. They're playing a different ball game to us. So basically, they've got different. They play by different rules, different finances. They can get away with this sort of stuff and. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it. We we drew three games, and it's like, oh, it feels horrific. But with the three, uh, okay, the Southampton draw is bad. Away at Anfield draw, and away at West Ham is a draw. Not many teams go to West Ham and Spurs do. And I know, but uh, and win. Drew. 
Yeah, but no, you're but two nil you up. Think, you're two nil up at West. What did City do? Last game, uh, two games last year, they went to City two nil up, drew two all, missed a penalty in the last no, minute. No, no, you're, but you're, you're no, that, that's no. what happens. Like it, it's you're, yeah, you're, you're having this unbelievable season. You're you're playing West Ham, who absolutely despise their manager, despise him. They hate him. They want him out. And you've been unbelievable. You're you are the second best team in the league, but you're two 0 up at West Ham. And oh yeah, you you got to win it, but yeah. a draw at West Ham in like yeah, in context, in, in con- it is yeah, it's just one of them things. And I I didn't think we'd ever win the league this year, and I've said it enough times because I just yeah. think City are just a relentless machine. If they go on to win the treble, then look, hands up, fair play. Like yeah, and, and you're, now you're, they are probably yeah in total control of of doing that quite comfortably. I think Klopp brought it up once when he was at um, Bayern, and he said to when he was at Dortmund manager as well, and he said they they've got bazookas and we've got like, handguns, like mm. so we've got bow and arrow. That was it. And Arsenal have to be you have to hit the balls have to be perfect every game. Oh, well, we we drew three games. Oh, not great, like yeah. I know it's, it's it's disappointing how it's ha- how it's happened, yeah, but it's it's basically how I expected it to happen because City are just can they you can swap and change stuff, but we have to be. I mean, the only reason Liverpool have won one Premier League, that City have won five of the last six if they win this one, and Liverpool were perfect. I think Liverpool went was it eighteen games winning from the they won the first eighteen games, and then lockdown mm. happened, and then they got a couple of draws. But by then they'd got a nice nine point lead, something like that, and that's mm. madly how you have to. If we win with the Premier, you have to do that. No, we yeah, get two injuries and. And that's, yeah, that curtails our season. You were at City, you were like very poor against City, but I thought in particular Party was dreadful. Was I know he's only yeah, he was. on his own, but all the rest of it, but he had a terrible game again. You have you you need to be perfect, and you need your best players Party mm. to be perfect, and he was nowhere near it. And like you know, Holding, I don't think Holding was terrible, but it's Rob Holding. His best is probably yeah. not even close to Harlan's best, which yeah. Harlan was. So, well, the perfect example was <coughs> De Bruyne. Gets injured and Alvarez comes in. If we have to take out Odegaard, mm. he's our De Bruyne. Mm. Well, oh, let, you saw that your subs. You let's bring on. in Fabio Vieira. Yeah. Like, oh my god! Like, that's, that's the that's the massive that's the drop off you get. Yeah, and even that game, you brought on I think Nelson and Ketier and uh, Trossard. But Ketier's been very good for you when he had that little spell. But again, he's not Alvarez. Um, yeah, Nelson's not Foden. Like, mm. yeah, it's you. Like you said, you just have to. You Arsenal have to be. 11 Holding isn't Laporte. Yeah, holding is <laughs> Laporte. I don't know, you could probably get in Spurs side, but yeah, it's very tough, but I can't say I'm not happy that you got Spurs. No, and I, I, like you said, you, you'll have to eat it because where we live and our of friends, course. and that's the sad thing is that everyone wants City to win because no one cares. No. It's, but then that's no one has, Yeah, no one has a link to City, no one has a direct, no one is a Man City fan, no one knows. Yeah, and it, and it because, like you said, they play in a different play with different rules to the rest of us so it, they, it's um, yeah, to me City are just in it that. doesn't tarnish what's it, what's, it just makes it He's by default it's yeah. City like, and I that's know, I know what you're saying yeah. it's just one of them things um, but I've been hearing people saying I suppose I had a few conversations at Arsenal this is Arsenal, this is Arsenal's biggest chance of title race they're going to struggle for top four next season and whatnot mm. we all did this conversation last, last year but Arsenal the youngest squad in the Premier League They've gone from eighth to fifth to second, slowly improving each year. I, d- I personally don't think we're going anywhere. No, no. I, I, I think we'll be around. If you're going to compare us to a Chelsea, a Chelsea, like Chelsea are in, mm. or Liverpool have just been so inconsistent. United up and down. 
No, I, 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 everyone, yeah, people are saying it's like the Leicester season where it's a one-off and blah. I don't, I don't, I don't personally believe it. I think you'll. No, I'm not saying we're nowhere near, but it's that similar period where we had Pochettino, we had a group of players that were young and exciting, and we had this and that happening, and we didn't win anything. We, we, yeah, that's irrelevant. But I'm saying that Arsenal is very similar in that they've got Arteta, they've got this young squad that are very good at now. So for the next, I think four or five seasons at least. You'll be right up there. You, you probably won't win the league because if City carry on with Pep and they carry on spending, they carry on being the best, best that they are. Mm. Um, I don't think you'll win the league, but I don't think you're going much further than fourth, like mm. drop down much further than fourth over next year, over next few seasons. And in that, what I what I need, what 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 other clubs need is the likes of Tottenham, Liverpool, Chelsea to sort themselves out, and then start taking points off Arsenal's, Newcastle's, United's. Then it will level itself out, and hopefully City, um, and then it changes again. But well, no, I, I can't see dropping no loan and fourth at all. That's a good point you made about um, if, like you said, if just Spurs, is Liverpool's, United's, Chelsea's all sort themselves mm. out with Newcastle getting better, mm. and you think if Arsenal are going to stay at a level, that might bring the ninety-six points you need to win the league down a bit yeah, because it should do. That's, that's these teams, the yeah, exactly. these teams, hopefully would take points off City. Yeah. And if Liverpool were like they have been in, in recent history, all right, this year they might not be top two because of Arsenal and City, but they might be third and be a very good third side. And mm. like you said, might might beat Arsenal, might draw at City and beat them home, sort of thing. But yeah, it's just been it's just been Arsenal City basically until this. Everyone basically knew that this was a cup final essentially, and yeah, the other teams around have just been shocking. And. Aaron Erling Haaland's got his 50th goal of the season. What's he got? 34 on the Prem now? 35? Yeah, he scored his 33rd against Arsenal and 34th uh, yesterday yeah. against Fulham. Can he do that again? If he stays, if he wants to stay, I think so. If he wants to stay at City, I think he's one of those who's a bit, he's like a bit of a maverick. He, he might do City for a year and go, oh, actually, yeah. I fancy Madrid, I'm going to destroy yeah. the Liga and I'll retire at 26. <laughs> like, yeah. I just think he's a bit of a total anomaly. But yeah, if he stays, Pep stays, then... I don't see why not. That's also what you're shooting against. So Arsenal's top goal scorer, I think they've got 15 goals this season. Yeah. And oh. somebody's got 20 more goals than him. Like we've oh, all had amazing. brilliant seasons. That for Arsenal's front three, Jesus has been injured for most of the season. But mm. I think uh, Saka's got 13 goals. You've got uh, Martin on 15 goals. The, mm. Having the best career, best best seasons of their career so far. Add them two goals together. That's 26 goals. It's mm. Still like 10 off what. Well, One bloke scored. Kane scored twenty five. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah, Haaland's fiftieth goal in all comps. He scored and well thirty thirty four in the Prem. So he scored more goals than Chelsea, Wolves, Forest, Everton, and Southampton. Mm. Just but mental. Absolutely, the bloke is yeah. The, the scoring ability is ridiculous. Goal scoring hasn't actually been Arsenal's problem though. So no. look at it. We, City have scored. He might have scored all these goals, but they've, they've scored eighty four, and Arsenal got seventy four, seventy eight. Sorry. Mm. The issue is since Saliba's been out. Yeah. The goal shipped has been. It's this month, isn't it? It's the shambolic. A- um, April, so just it's first of um, yeah, City have conceded thirty goals this year. Mm. Arsenal thirty-eight. Conceded, and we conceded four, seven this week. He's getting 12, 12 in April. Mm. So it was seven. You got four, four against City, three against Southampton, mm. two at West Ham, and two at Anfield. Mm. Yeah, you only Leeds have conceded more this mm. month in April again. So we'll get onto them as well. Oh my <laughs> God, <laughs> but. That They've got City up next. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's why I remember my notes. I've got Leeds, City, goodbye. <laughs> but no, like you said, I mean, it's been a bit of a, probably a, 
a very depressing week, I imagine, as an Arsenal fan. But you have, you did qualify for the Champions League. Yes, the time. first time in eight years, I think Six, it is. Ch- um, finishing second to Leicester. So, mm. Yeah, 2015, 16, you, you finished top mm. four. And that's what I've been trying that to... That was the aim. That was the aim. This week, I've been trying to not take a back seat on it, but... Look at it in context and think, yeah, it is a really good season. Like you can all say, no, we haven't won anything, but which is fair enough. Fair mm. enough comment. But we've improved again, and that's what this team is slowly doing. Like this, I think on the first episode, I don't want. I wanted top four. I wanted the trophy. I really wanted to win the Europa League. That was my main objective was to win that because of Arsenal have got an appalling record in Europe. But I think if you weren't that close to winning the league, I. Not that you, because you were focused on it, but I think you, you might have, if you were fourth and just firmly in top four, but knew the league was out of out of question, I think you might have. I don't know. I think you might have done better. Cause I, I know you, yeah, you no, might, I, your, agreed. Your, your team's mind was just slightly sidetracked. I think. Oh, hundred percent. If just for example, we were in a Newcastle United situation mm. where look, look at Newcastle for example, they are eleven points clear in yeah. from 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 fifth place, yeah. comfortably sitting. Mm. Yeah, I think you'd. Be, I think you're right. We would have. Turn your attention to that as well. Mm. You might have lost. You might have lost in a semi. You might have lost in the final. But mm. yeah, I think you'd have done better than what you did. There'd be more focus on that. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Because I think everyone barred Newcastle and Man United through the Carling Cup away. They were, <laughs> okay. was it that, that round three? Everyone wanted to get knocked out of that stretch <laughs> because it was stupid. Because the the next round was two days after the it World Cup the, final. Yeah, it was because of the scheduling when it was, which was just wanted to play it, which yeah. was just stupid. Mm. Um, no, it's what it is. It got, Arsenal got. Chelsea tomorrow I should go into. Mm-hmm. That should be um, interesting. Says so Arsenal, no winning four. Mm. Chelsea have been a shambles. Yeah, Chelsea are a shambles. Odds on Smiley Frank getting one up on yeah, us. No, oh my god, that'd be incredible. I'd, yeah, like you said, no winning four for Arsenal. But are you like as the season as it is? You look at the season, you go right. Arsenal tomorrow absolutely wipe the floor of them. But obviously the week you've had and whatever else. And yeah, again the disappointment of the results maybe. I think you'll know but within very, very, very surprised. You'll know within the first ten minutes what that score is going to be. Yeah. I think yeah. Arsenal need to not do what they've done recently at home and concede after thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. just have the ball for a minute, you'll be all right. Yeah, that's so. Mm. Um, but quickly, Merson said this is Paul Merson sort of going back a bit. But he said it's about Arsenal. He said they may not get in this position again. There is no way Arsenal finish above City next season. So Merson has totally given up. I don't, not, don't definitely disagree with him, but yeah, I think everyone knew who's closely linked with Arsenal, how close this season was. Yeah, but if we just say, if if we if you sit 100 football fans in a room and say, right now, who's going to win the league next year? Mm. I would say 97%, if yeah, not think more, say, would, say, would say City. I think City until, I think you said it recently, but until Pep goes, I, yeah. I can't see much else happening. Because mm. when Pep, if when Pep goes, some of the players will leave. They'll go to Bayern Munich, Madrid, or whoever mm. they, whatever they want to do, and hope maybe then it will it will slowly change. But yeah, I just if like, mm. like we just said, if they want to turn it on, they turn it on and mm. they win everything. So the thing Arsenal needs to do going forward is be ruthless in terms of recruitment. Like they've done really well so far in the last two three years in recruitment. This year, there's obviously rumours of Rice. Casado, mm. Plaza. If Arsenal want to go to the next level, they have to, have to sign both of them. Mm. They wanted Casado in January, and apparently the plan was always to get Rice in mm. summer. And then it means fringe players. Where in years gone by, and like Spurs, for example, you said you've still got 
10 players that used to play for the pot. You have mm. to be like, Smith Rowe hasn't really paid this much. Can you get £40 million pound for him? Mm. Is it like, that's the sort of... It is, that's exactly, that's a good example. That's the sort of thing. Good player, Joe Willock, for example, yeah. 35, well, Ars- Arsenal, historic club, think of all the world-class players I've had over the year. The highest person we've sold is Alex Iwobi. Because mm. we've been so bad at d- hoarding these players who are good, but... Then you sell them at their you sell them at the lowest because that's just that's what Arsenal and yeah, have done. Smith Rowe's perfect because he is a good player and he not he was but you're excited about him and then there's been a few injuries not really been consistent so like now at this point you have to go right sorry but this is it you got to, like you, that word ruthless you have to go right you're out we need someone else we need a young mm. whatever European English midfielder whatever he is and that might, might think bloody old Smith Rowe's brilliant player but like you said he hasn't really played this season so I think he'll do the same with Party as well I think. Potentially, there's a. He doesn't. Tr- I don't think he doesn't trust Party because Party's had to be wrapped in cotton wool all season just to play 38 Premier League mm. games, which he hasn't managed to do because mm. he can't stay fit. There's no way that bloke can play Premier League high intensity game, mm. Champions League high intensity game, Premier League. He can't do it. Mm. He will and break down. Cup and that's why they cup. want a Rice and a Casado who mm. they need both of them. And Rice probably well, he's been injury free and all the rest of it. But like you said, he's paved West Ham every game. Uh, Europa League or Europa Conference League even Europa League last season plays all the time plays for England plays yeah. every game yeah. then plays every minute yeah you're right he's probably the perfect player and that's where it, that's where it comes down to where City City got rid of Jesus Sterling mm. and have improved their mm. improved their front three Sterling how many goals did Sterling score for them all the time didn't he yeah he was, he was perfect for them and yeah just yeah they were like no no thanks got but loads of money for him got loads of money for Jesus and Zinchenko Cancelo the same as well I know yeah. they haven't really Got a left back, but they, they don't need. They one. figure it out, don't they? They figure it out. Yeah, they don't need one. And that's what Arsenal are going to have to do going forward. I think, even to an extent, Liverpool, for example, that's why they've had such a bad season because their midfield's just got stale and they didn't, they haven't been ruthless in that. But Liverpool, like, yeah, it's it's, it's perfect. Like, it's sort of things are clicking in my brain now. It's like, yeah, you're so right. Is that Liverpool were doing that. They were ruthless. They were churning players over and over, getting new players here and there. They stopped for a, a season, basically, two trance windows, and now all of a sudden they've fell off the face of the earth. Tottenham mm. never do it properly, and that where we are where we are and have we've been a total mess. Chelsea, have, unless of a recruitment, Chelsea have done it horribly wrong and gone the other way. Yeah, it's just... And now Arsenal have built up and built up, and, and it's this season it's all clicked. But now this is the point. You go, you're right up there. You need to go... Um, Obviously, I'm, I'm Jack. No one's going to listen to me. Our team is not going to listen to this. But yeah, they do know exactly need to do that this year. Go right. This um a massive opportunity. Smith Rowe, whoever it's party, not sleep but sleep. Gabby, whoever it might be, the goal, get a new goalie, whatever. Just yeah, they have to get their recruitment right. And and now is probably the the only mm. or the best opportunity they get. And one of the easiest things to do when you're doing well is sell players yeah. because the stocks high. Like when Arsenal yeah. were crap and they were finished eighth. Trying to get rid of Mustafi, Ozil. Yeah, they had to get rid of all of them for free and pay them all off. Mm. But like you said, Liverpool, do you remember they sold Rian Brewster for nearly £30 million? Mm. They sold Danny Ward to Leicester for like £15 million, never played a Premier League game. They were, but when your stock's high, yeah. your reserve player's stock is even higher. Yeah. Like, well, it, it, that's it why was... I give the example of Smith Rowe, for example, that you might be able to get X amount from. You could get, I think, Balagon, the perfect example. Coming over, coming back from loan from France, scoring twenty goals. Surely you can get thirty-five million pound from. Easy, easily twenty-five, thirty for a young English striker. People, yeah. but 
a Bour- like Solanke, a Bournemouth, uh, whoever. They, how much did Bella Solanke cost from yeah. Liverpool? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, like 30, 20, yeah, 20, 20 mils, I just true, but Jordan Ibe, another one. Yeah. And yeah, no, and that's, it, I can always revert back to Tottenham, but this conversation is something that Spurs never do, and it's exactly what happened. We had Kane, we had Kane, Son, Ali, Ericsson a few years ago. Everyone was saying Kane's £150 million, Son's 100 Ali's 100 uh, Ericsson, you can probably get 70, 80 mil for him. We didn't sell, didn't move on, didn't, didn't regurgitate, didn't change our team. Basically, Ali goes for free to Everton and absolutely ruins his career in Turkey. Mm. Son is still at Spurs, probably get 50, maybe, if we're lucky this summer, if we try and sell him. But, yeah, it's just... Yeah, and, er- and Ericsson was sold with six months left in his deal. Exactly. And Ericsson not even yeah, worth talking about selling him on. It's just... And that is huge, the recruitment, because I think, to be honest, Sooners has just come off Sky, so I'm not a massive fan of him, but he said that at the weekend the biggest thing, no matter about managers, players, it's not the manager's not in control anymore. It's the higher-ups that do the, the hire and fire and the recruitment. That is the number one important key to being a, a very good and successful side. And Yeah, like I said, Arsenal, this summer, is, it's the perfect opportunity. Well, shall we move on to the... Um Top four, top four, top six race. Yeah. yeah. What a weekend! What a week it's been for Spurs. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Since we last sat here, Stellini's been sacked. Mm. Mason's come in. Um, you've played United and Liverpool, who are two teams above you. Um, you've been accused of being a um, <laughs> United fan. Yeah. Liverpool have won two games. Um, United have drawn and. And one. And one. Um, do you want to talk me through your week? Uh, starting at... Yeah, starting Thursday, at, isn't it? Yeah. Thursday night, 27th April at um, Tottenham. And yeah, it was just the same... Like, sorry, the weekend, but it was just same old start, wasn't it? Same old Spurs, 2-0 down. Called it a mile off. And yeah, it was just more of the same. Same as the weekend at Newcastle. Mason come out and said uh, before that he's going to have a team that excites the fans. But yeah, same formation, same performance. <laughs> Uh, United could have been three or four now up at half time, and the game is done. Yeah, it's just it's typical. No, nothing has changed. It won't change. It hasn't changed. We played Newcastle, United, uh, Man United, and now Liverpool. We've got one point from those three games. We're going to tomorrow, uh, yesterday's game, and say how this, that, whatever things could happen. But essentially, we've lost the game. We've got one. Like I said, one point from three games. Just we don't deserve anything more. Um, we're just yeah, we're just a bang average side. Mm. And. You've gone back to this thing of conceding goals stupidly early again. Like you yeah. Had, yeah, beginning Conte season, it was you'd have a really bad first half and then you'd have a good second half, and you've sort of reverted back to that. Well, a little point I want to make: Do you think there's anything in it, the fact that Mason's in now, and the fact that you got back in both games rather than Stellini, where you just got whacked five <laughs> nil? Do you think players? Respect him a bit more, care yeah, for him a bit more, want to fight a bit more. Yeah, maybe, possibly. I, I, yeah, it could be that. Because United could have maybe potentially gone on a one, four, five nil. It could have been four at half time. It could have been the same yesterday as well. Mm. Well, I thought that's what I was messaging you, but I just thought three nil inside fifteen minutes was well, like well, absolutely pointless. And that Liverpool mm. were probably in that same situation. I was saying that at the time when it happened yesterday, like likes of Harvey Elliott, Curtis Jones in the middle, like what a day for them. Three nil up inside mm. fifteen minutes, going to have an absolute field day against our horrific midfield and then yeah they probably just slacked off for a certain amount of time and let Spurs back in it but yeah maybe I, I don't know I wouldn't say, I I understand what you're saying that with that point but I, I 
not it sounds really harsh, but not they don't care, but the players I'm gonna say it, but don't care. Like they're not they're not fussed about Mason. Like yeah. whether they think he's his mate or their mates outside of football that it's two separate. They they're friends and they probably are friends, but yeah, they're just when it comes to a match day at the minute, we're just so we just I said it, we're the easiest team. If you're if you've got Spurs in the last what we've got five, six games left, you're rubbing your hands together. It's the easiest points. If you need a draw, you need a win, mm-hmm. we'll play you and we'll we'll let you have it. The problem is from an outside looking in at Spurs, it's that same ten out of eleven players who are just crap. Mm. And they and I can only relate it back to what I've experienced in my club before and they're all so dislikable. Mm. Like no, I, I was maybe maybe nine out of ten, I'll I'll put Son in there as well. Um, but the rest of them are just so dislike that any of that back four. How can you even like even the goalkeeper, the back five, the two? Just I think what I never describe them as like just work, just workman like. Just, yeah. just if you have one of them, if you have Skip or Hoiberg next to a Musa Dembele, even mm. Bentacore when he's fit, mm. you sort of you just you forget you just ignore the fact that they're there. Once you like, oh, he's mm. right, he works, he works well in a team. You can give it that classic line, but. Mm. Yeah, when it's Skip and Hoiberg, bloody hell. Well, yeah. To be fair, Skip, I don't think it was that horrible yesterday, but should, it just isn't that good. Should there have been any more looking at his tackle he made? Or Skip's? Mm. I did at the time. I, I said at the time it easily could have been a red. I thought I thought they were going to give it as a red card, but it's one of those, I think. I think it's a, a booking. Because he does, I know it's a it's a horrific follow-through, but he gets the ball initially. Yes, mm. you know, it's a slight touch, but... He does deflect the ball, and technically it's a, a tackle. But yeah, with the video, I went again when they slowed down and yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah, they, he lands on his ankle. He looks horrific, and it is, it is horrific. But in normal time, he wins the ball and it goes straight out for a, a goal kick or corner, whatever happens. Mm-hmm. So no, I think he. But then they don't. When it's a yellow card, they don't change the yeah. decision unless it was given as a foul. It's, it's it's not. It's either red or nothing. So yeah, I can see why it wasn't given. But no, no, I tend to agree. Like I said, it's one of them ones where they slow it down slow. Yeah. They, they, it makes it look a lot worse than it is. Like, I think yeah. he got up pretty much straight away. Yeah, after and it. doesn't look great, but yeah. And I thought because it was Paulty, I thought, oh God, here we go. Like this is <laughs> anything could happen. And but no, yeah. Good old Tian. Yep. <laughs> Clops, mate. Um, it's so like you said. Yeah, three 0 down after fifteen minutes, and I sort of just lost interest in then. Yeah. Um. Kane scored like out of. Sort of nowhere, really. They would just open up the back, counter attack, came through, he scored. Um, and then Kuliseski was through like, literally 30 seconds straight away, should have scored. Mm. Uh, moving in the second half, Son hit the post. Son had a chance in the first half. Ch- as well. ch- yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Romero hit the post, and I was like, yeah. what's really too on? short, what's going on here? Because mm. um, there was like a couple of close off sides, but they obviously said because they didn't go in, they never really looked at it again. Mm. And you think it might be one of them games that just sort of. Like wearing out because didn't he bring on Saar for um, Kuliseski to sort of shore yeah. up and play 5-3-2 yeah. Um, yeah he changed it and to be fair the change when he had Son and Kane close together Son was a different player and he again he was making those runs that he he's used to be doing and running in beyond Kane looking for the longer ball he was, he, he was good but yeah it was just like you said at 3-0 totally didn't care could have turned it off but then somehow we Going forward, we were quite good and we were making chances. Hit, like I said, hit the post twice. Obviously, scored the goal, and then yeah, Son Romero's ball was a great pass, and Son mm. makes it three two. And you think, bloody hell, like yeah, three two was like fifteen minutes to go still, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was good times going for. And going Liverpool for. weren't really correct. I don't can't actually remember um, Fraser Foster making any saves, and he didn't because no. they actually said at the end of the game 
were gone, but they had four shots and four goals, and yeah. they didn't actually make a save all game. No, he's awful. <laughs> he's, and to be honest, the first two were like good, good finishes. Like the the Curtis Jones on a weak foot, like sort of half volley, whatever it was, is good finish. But the second goal, like my brother pointed out when we were watching it, but. Like um, it was Diaz when he hit mm. a volley. It was a good finish, like really like tight angle, really good finish. Mm. But if you look at Forster, he just he just falls backwards like into the goal. He's just awful. Like <laughs> just a slow, cumbersome Sunday league goalkeeper. Like again, the finish like I didn't don't expect him to save it, but he's just so unathletic and rubbish. Like just the way he stood there. And just falls back like big oak trees have been chopped down. He just yeah. It's hard like the way he kicks the ball. He kicks the ball like, really, really hard. Like it's like you said, there's no athleticism no, there to no, it or no finesse about him. Yeah, it's, again, I didn't expect him to save it, but I just thought like at least stand up and jump forward like mm-hmm. a normal goalkeeper. Don't just fall back into your net like oh my god, it's too little. Like ah <laughs> oh, yeah, he's rubbish. Get off Forster. And then um, the moment that changed the game. What? Um. Jota kicking, yeah, that was skip in the head. So what I found really interesting about this was like the lack of, like on Sky, the lack of like shock that that didn't even get reviewed. No, Um, because Tierney was thinking about it, wasn't he? And all like Tottenham were, uh, maybe they were obviously calling for the red card, but they were just again more in shock that what happened. They were like obviously touching the head and high boot and all the rest of it. But yeah, Tierney just sort of waddled his way through didn't he and was like oh yeah yellow card just like oh and again the they f- didn't even the fact that he brought blood and you think yeah it's, oh he's got to be he's obviously smashed him he's got to be kicked in the head I know it wasn't I know it was accidental but yeah. you go down to that that silly thing they always say oh he endangered yeah endangered the, oppo- the opposition more endangered by a boot in the head like, yeah. boot to your skull well done <laughs> and he looked like Skip's probably my height might be like 5'9 probably a bit taller 5'10 he was probably hunched over to about yeah. Five six, maybe five five, and yeah, Jota was boot was high and extended, and all the studs in his head. Um, just a red card. It's just a. Do you think it's one of them ones you get? You'd get at home, or you'd get against Brighton, or you'd get against someone like that. Not because of the fact that it's Anfield, and possibly I think yeah, if it, if it was like Brentford were playing Aston Villa at the weekend, and I don't know Villa's midfielder. Uh, Whoever McGinn, when, yeah, McGinn, yeah. McGinn's raised his foot and whacked Tony in the head. Then yeah, and you turn match down. Oh yeah, McGinn got straight red for this. You'd be like, oh bloody hell, yeah, what a decision, mm. blah, blah. But yeah, it's so true. Anfield didn't happen. Tierney, they didn't even look at it, did they? Awful. Um, but that led to Skip being substituted, <laughs> and um, and the goat. I'm Pew poo In came R nine. And I was thinking, he must. Is he going to score? Surely he can't. Surely he can't score. I just had it. Like, oh, I was thinking in my head. Print, I was like, just prints money, didn't it? Richarlison coming on goal booking at, at Liverpool. Yeah. Like he used to be Evertonian. Yeah, Everton. <laughs> Evertonian. Um. Oh God! Like <laughs> he's just the most uh, dislikable, despicable man. I'm, no, I'm going to mention him later on. But yeah, first goal of the season for Richarlison. Um, three all. Yeah, the free kick came in. I'm still not sure if he even touches the ball. No, he definitely gets his nod on it. Gets his little beak. <laughs> and then straight away, Richarlison's shirt off. Get that tat on the back out. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Ronaldo, ne- Ronaldo, Neymar and R9. <laughs> the real R9. <laughs> no, it was, yeah, a good moment. And I'll, yeah, like I said, I'm talking about him later. But 
just this goal actually counted then. Yeah. So after the yeah, yeah. <laughs> his season, oh, that would have been the third time he scored and the third time he's taken his shirts off. Yeah. <laughs> third Probably time he would have been booked. Third time he's cried as well. <laughs> but then and then he's off shushing the fans. Shushing yeah. the fans. <laughs> I do. I do think though that I, it's fifty-fifty. You'll probably definitely won't say it's a penalty, but the foul, the foul on when Canate pulled him back, that could have been given quite easily. We didn't, and I'm not. I'm saying it was. Um, I think it was, but it definitely. I can see why it hasn't been given. The fact that it's on who it's on is probably why that hasn't been given. Because yeah, I, I also then, think, imagine you do it just just. For heaven's sake, Fraser Foster's up front. You could not put <laughs> Fraser Foster on the floor with that no, contact. No, but it's still. I don't think Harry Kane falls on the floor by 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 what happened. Maybe no, but no one would. Richarlison shouldn't be. He did. No, no, but Richarlison's that sort. Of, plus, I'm saying the sort of player it is. Yeah, no, you're saying, but it's still a foul. Whether he's tried to fall over, whether it's still a free kick. I don't think the, the contact's anywhere near enough to be able to give that. No, but what is, can I add a stinker anyway? And mm. don't know what he was doing. He just. But I, I think he's re- he basically your record goes. As you. as a player, goes against you for acting up like that. And Richarlison, like you only need to blow on him, and he falls over. Yeah, no, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I think it's a and foul, he, but also not giving this. Yeah, it's what it is. Yeah, I just think I don't think Kane hits the deck. No, I agree for, I for that. No, maybe not. And yeah, but I still that's to me that's irrelevant. It shouldn't that shouldn't come into the problem? But it ultimately goes back to the awful referees that we have in this country. And. Klopp's mate too, isn't he? So. Yeah, my mate as well. Yeah. <laughs> so then kickoff happened. Played about to Allison. <laughs> Big boot forward. I was literally, literally about to. T- I was tucking into my Nando's watching this. <laughs> I had my button, and then I just heard Jota's in front. I was like, "What the hell has this happened?" <laughs> 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 and he's come through and scored. <laughs> and I was just like, "And uh, I, I never took the words straight out of my mouth." I said, "That is the most Tottenham Hotspur yeah. thing you'd ever ever see." That's what I was, yeah, said. Neville Neville said exactly that. And I said some because obviously I read like the reports after the game, whatever. And oh. report said Mora gave Mora gave Tottenham arguably their finest hour with his hat trick in Ajax, but then Cape of an error against Liverpool shows why Tottenham haven't moved forward. And that synopsis is a great way to explain, in short form, our, our modern history to someone that has no idea who Tottenham are. Just mm. watch that ninety minutes of football, and it sums it up perfectly. You got like we said, you've got a player Lucas Mora, like we just said, incredible moment in Ajax and. Was a good player for a very short period, but why is he still at the club? Why, like, and he come and I'll get into Lucas because I almost feel sorry for him, but not because of that night in Ajax. But you can't be angry or annoyed purely, purely on this season for him because he doesn't play. He's in and out of the squad. He's in that in and out of the matchday squads just on the bench. Um, his injuries this season have stopped him from playing. I've got here. He's played thirteen times in the league this year. The most game time he's got in a single game was forty-five minutes. Three games in the Champions League. One game he played about 70 minutes in the FA Cup. Three times for the under-21s. His last Prem game was Everton, wherever I know he got the red card after about 60 seconds. So then he misses three games. He's in the, on the bench for United Thursday and then subbed on yesterday for one minute and obviously slips in Yotta. Didn't he only play one minute? Yeah, he literally come on. No, he just come on. That's what he's... Uh, what? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even, even realise when he came on. I he wasn't. came on 90th minute. That's what I'm saying. Well, after the goal... Must have, yeah. Look tactical, win it, you know. <laughs> Lucas, he needs to get an assist and yeah. Volley's one into Jota's pass. Oh god. So, yeah, just sums up is yeah. But then yeah, Jota But that that's going back to what we said earlier. How much you pay for him? Thirty five million? Mm, bit less, but even don't matter. Thirty million. He's now going in five games time for, for free. Yeah. Like 
Yeah, and I, I feel sorry because he's, he must be just the most easily inf- influenced bloke because why is he playing for the under-21s? Why, why is he playing youth football at 30 years old? <laughs> like, just what are you doing? Just leave and, and carry on. Go back to Brazil and play for your home home club or go wherever you want. But he's obviously just the nicest bloke in football and he's so genuine. But this year, he's just, yes, yeah, it's not been good for him at all. But and I feel sorry because why... Why are the managers persisting him, just chucking him in there? Why is he coming on yesterday in the 90th minute? Why? I, didn't even, I thought it was on for last. I thought he was playing right wing back oh, for a yeah. bit. Why, why is he coming on? Just, oh, <laughs> so many bad decisions. But great finish from Jota. Yeah. Um, but like you said, that's just so... It's so Spurs that yeah, that's he's, he's just... Sums up. <laughs> you'd probably lo- rather lose that game 4-0 and like not even have that. Like, yeah. and like Have that enjoy it. Because just, it just makes... The work, the loss, even worse than oh. it because it's just like really and, and like the fact it's Richardson. Oh yeah, we're booing him. They absolutely hate him. <laughs> and it's him in the fact that the way he celebrated, runs, shushes, jumps in the crowd, takes his top off, shows his terrible tattoo, <laughs> and then he does that stupid <laughs> <laughs> with Sonny. Ah, oh. them two doing that celebration yeah. is uh, is iconic. Oh. And it's not, it's not like yeah, it's not. Eric Dyer hasn't headed one in or mm. whatever. Whoever Kane's not scored another goal is fucking Richarlison, and they go up there and then score. It's just ridiculous. The thing on Dyer, why you mention it? This this week as well, but more so. Every time Spurs like lose or something like this, and there's a a goal, he seems to always be the one, either with the sad face or the one doing the last ditch tackle because he's out of position. Yeah, like, no, he is. He's, like, he was the one. Not it was his fault. He's yeah, out of position, but he was the one slides, trying to exactly, slide yeah. for Jota. You, you see the goal from the ang- uh, different angle from behind, and Dyer just slides <laughs> across the street, like, looking back at the ball. Oh god, here we go. Yeah, and you're right. And he's it's, always it's always trudging away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> always him trudging yeah, away with his like little bane haircut, and he's huffing and puffing because he's just conceded his fourth inside ten. There's so many times. There's oh. no man. He always the man on the camera, isn't he? Yeah. I, the the one I could picture is is the Southampton one when it was just, it was just straight to him. <laughs> <laughs> Always trudging away, like <laughs> it's the one. Was it, I think that was that. I don't know what was the game when he Liverpool. I think at home, the clearance when he just oh, yeah. lumped the clearance <laughs> off. Oh. But then but he, even when it on went on Thursday when he's one on one against Rashford and just gets nowhere near him. He little Jimmy whacks it in. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> then, that, yeah. How many times he walked back to that halfway oh, line? Trudging, <laughs> a little like triangle haircut. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that was us. Oh, I shouldn't laugh, but... Liverpool now, four wins in a row, unbeaten in six. They're currently fifth, seven points off fourth, so there's a very, very slim, slim chance of top four. But, yeah, they were... They've, um, again, this last little bit, they've got a nice yeah. run. They've won four on the trot for the first time all season, I believe. Um, and like you said, drawing to May United, the May United winning yesterday, Newcastle getting back-to-back wins, mm. big wins as well. 3-1 against Southampton and 5-1, 4-1 at, at Everton. Yeah. Cements them in the top four, yeah. and like you said, you're sixth, fifty-four points, nine off, fourth place. That's done. Yeah, that's done. that's all she wrote. I think, like I said the other week, we'll once the games level out, we'll be below where we are, seventh, eighth. Possibly. Can I ask you a question? Would you rather finish? Rank, rank these in order. Actually, where do you rather finish? Europa League, Europa Conference League, no European football, eighth. Yeah, eighth, hundred percent eighth. We're, no, we're, would you yeah. rather you not? Would you rather finish sixth and eighth? No, no, eighth, eighth and sixth or seventh. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, currently, yeah. You'd rather know European football. Yeah, and just start again. Big hard reset. Start again. 
not. Uh, oh, we we need that. We almost we almost do need that. We just need because, like I said, we're a total mess. We haven't got a manager. We've got a permanent manager. And we've got Ryan Mason, his mates FC. Uh, we, we need to stop and Levy needs to give his head a wobble and start again. Yeah, yeah. Right. Eighth now. Yeah, I think that's a good. Is that a good place to stop for a break and then? Yeah. Also, Jurgen Klopp is unbearable. How <laughs> 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 we miss that? <laughs> unbearable. Oh, Jurgen, Jurgen. What a knobhead. Um, yeah, he was. He had a pretty hot. Um, Interview he was slagging off races where Mason needs to worry. He said Spurs are the world's best counter-attacking team, but they need to do more than that because it's just not enough. They don't play good enough football. Oh, he's um, Paulie's hammy's celebrating in front of him. That was outrageous. <laughs> the poor fisher, like if he was on a street, that bloke he'd just lamped him. He'd just absolutely the way he runs, we're so aggressive yeah. in it, and then just <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like he's running. He's got a shield on his arm. Yeah, he's like always striding forward. I hate him. And then when that. Well, I think they missed a chance or something. He's on his hands and knees, like laying on the floor. He's mm. just a knob. He's always gurning, and oh, he's got like horrible underbite. Oh, <laughs> he's unbearable. Um, yeah, and he also put, called Tierney. He was like, he's got some problem with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got some like, problem with us. Yeah, like he, he talk, spoke about when Kane should have got sent off two years ago. Yeah. Like, like Klopp, you have the problem with Tierney, but yeah, young Klopp, unbearable. Right. Anything else you got, Dad? No, no yourself. No, <laughs> no. Right, um, we'll have a quick break and we'll be back with the relegation battle down the bottom of the league. So we're going to start and move on to the relegation scrap and battle, but obviously tonight is a huge game. Everton at Leicester tonight. Eight o'clock kickoff? Yes, yeah. Sky Sports define a more six nice. pointer. Yeah, massive. Do you know what the, the interesting thing about tonight's game is that whatever happens, Forrest go into the bottom three. Really? Because Forrest oh, are on boy, thirty, yeah. um Leicester twenty nine and Everton twenty eight both got a better goal difference than Forrest. Mm. So whatever happens, if it's a draw, mm. Leicester go out, Forrest drop in. Um What do you reckon? Prediction, yes, yeah, have a little prediction on this. I'm going to go for what I want the result to be. <laughs> and I want it to be 2 0 Leicester. Or something like that. Yeah, t- I'm going to go 2 win. Leicester win. I'm going to go 2 0 Leicester. J Vards, wait for them. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, Leicester. I think Leicester will get a result tonight. But I'm going to stand by my man Dyche. <laughs> They've been absolutely terrible on Everton. Let's have a look. Everton, no win in six. They've been a shambles, but tonight, tonight, it's going to be, what are they going to do? Damari Gray is going to nick it. They're going to win 1-0. Calvert Lewin's back of the money. I don't need him. Don't need <laughs> Damari Gray. He's just a model. <laughs> now they got Damari Gray. It'll be 1-0. Dyche in the in the corner with the away fans, giving it a fist pump full time. Toffees are staying up. Would you agree with the statement, whoever loses, go down? Yeah, which I'll, you think it's? I think this. I think the bottom three at the minute are in a. Obviously, Forest, like you said, the result. It don't matter. They're in the bottom three. Those. I think it's from the five. So I think it's from Leeds, Forest, Leicester, Everton. I think Southampton are gone. Yeah, that's. See, it was your friend who said Southampton keep giving me some glimmer of hope. Like the Arsenal result was a glimmer, mm. and then um, 
to lose at home to Bournemouth is yeah. shocking. And th- in, there's no winning eight for Southampton. And then to go one nil up at St James Park and yeah. throw it away, like, it's really and like and the, you said earlier about the context, but Southampton drawing at Arsenal, I think there's a weird little thing going around. They they like beat City in the cup, didn't? They? Oh yeah, yeah. You see the tweet? Yeah, they got they've got some fantastic results, but they don't need those results. <laughs> like out of out of context, I think they are. They look like good results, but in their current season. The point at Arsenal is irrelevant. The double over Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. I think they even... Yeah, I don't know. They've, they've got some... Like I said, the, the points here and there, but yeah, it just means nothing. Then, like I said, no winning eight. They're rock bottom. They've conceded 60 goals. Oh, yeah. I think they're gone. Everton and Southampton have both won six games this season. Mm. Um, I think both can count themselves very, very fortunate that... Forest blew up the way they did in the last ten minutes away away at Brentford. Yeah, I really thought they'd nick it that day, but because they had a cracking result, they played fantastically well um, at home to Brighton, winning three mm. one. Um, but if they had won that against uh, Brentford, sorry, there would have been thirty three, and it, I think that would have made them safe. But Leeds are in bother. What are in free fall like I've never seen free fall before. There's some stat going around that they've conceded the most goals in a month. Ever Premier League history, I think it's yeah. twenty-one. Leeds, one point previously held by Leeds, wasn't it? <laughs> one point in five conceded eighteen in five in those five games. Leicester, one win in eleven games. Forest, one win in thirteen. In that time, they've also been beaten by West Ham and Leeds. Yes, like I said, Sam, no win in eight. Everton, no win in six. So they're obviously there for a reason. But yeah, that is it's weird. I, I don't know. I feel like. Mm, I don't almost don't want Everton to go down, but oh, I do. I can't see much else happening for them. I do. I know I want your mate to go down. Um, I just no. I just want Everton down because I love a a big team down there. I've also, I was actually speaking to JJ actually about it, it the year of the championship, and for a few years now, I'd say since Villa have been promoted, maybe Villa and Leeds, I've sort of lost interest in the lower leagues a little mm. bit because. The championship now. I look out for Sunderland, and that's really about it. Like, I don't really look at any of the results. Like Burnley have won the league. Burnley and Sheffield United have got promoted again. Like how many times have they been up and down? It's yeah. If you, that's what I was, if you, you I want new size, clubs in there. Yeah. You want new clubs to make it a bit more interesting. And Everton being in the championship. Up, yeah, the ones from championship this year, like Burnley won the league comfortably. Sheffield, like I said, Sheffield United back in. Like and from the playoffs, just like just no one. You're not going to go to Burnley. You, mm. Sheffield United is it? Oh. But the difference this. The only difference I said this year is the chat is. I mean, I'm glad Norwich aren't going up because that's just been typical. Yeah, been a joke. The interesting thing is the playoffs this year is it's uh, Borough at the moment. It's Middles Borough, Luton, Luton, uh, Millwall, and like Blackburn are in and around there. So, There's yeah. another club around there. I would like any of them teams. Sunderland are around there. I think Sunderland are sixth and maybe so, Millwall so are fifth. Third Luton, fourth Borough, fifth Coventry, Coventry sixth yeah. Millwall. And what one game to go? One game to go, yeah. Apart from Borough and Luton, I'd quite so. like, but maybe not Borough because Borough have always been the been in the around. I'd like a new club in the. I like new teams in the Premier League. Like a Forest is refreshing to see. So technically, I think. So, if results go all the ways it should, Sunderland have a chance still to get in playoffs. West Brom and Blackburn can all still get in the playoffs mm. if results go their way. But yeah, that four in a minute, Luton, Borough, Coventry, Mill. It's not. I don't know, it's just, yeah. Like you said, it's, it seems like the same teams go up and down, up and down, and there's been no mm. no big shift. And another reason, well, this is a personal reason why I'd like Everton to go down would be, um, I've always wanted to go to Goodison, and la- next year is our last year at Goodison. Mm. So I think to get a ticket 
for I don't know, even like for example, we said Ipswich versus Everton would be great to go watch. Yeah, that imagine that like Ipswich going up, Everton travelling to Ipswich, that'd be huge. Yeah, that's mental. Um, this is an interesting one. There was I was listening to a bit on Talk Sport, and there was a Liverpool fan on, and he goes, "It would mean as much as me, much to me, Everton going down than it would Liverpool winning the league." <laughs> Who's that Liverpool fan? Liverpool fan. <laughs> What would, you, what would you rather? Are, uh, Spurs win the league or Arsenal relegated? <laughs> nah, I think probably win the league. But that is a close close call. Oh, I don't know though. It would be good. But, oh, nah, win the league. Win the league. Because they were saying, oh, don't you, don't you miss the... Won't you miss the... Uh, the Derby? I said, no, no, I wouldn't miss the Derby. I'd love Spurs to get relegated. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd yeah, have to deal with that stressful fixture twice yeah, a year. That would be brilliant, but... I think we're the league just, but I know what you're saying it would be incredible. That's why I was quite excited this year about West Ham, but but it was quite funny. This Everton fan was, I was <laughs> bless you, excuse me. I've been holding that for a while. Um, Everton fan was like, we've got five games left. And he was like, we're going to win three of them. Um, no, we're going to win three of them and draw the other two, something like that, lose one. And I think you said it on the show the other week. And the, the bloke was just trying to talk him through it. It's like, you're telling me that you're gonna, you've are gonna you won six games all year and you, you want to win 50% of them no, in your last five. Just... And that's what I was saying again. But yeah, you, like you said, Everton, Southampton both won six games. Then they're, they're not just like like Southampton. You you said the great point against Arsenal. Was it Bournemouth they lost and then Newcastle they yeah. lost. They, they, they've got a few games left. They aren't just suddenly going to turn it around and go on a mad run. It isn't, it's just not the way it goes. And mm. yeah, exactly what that fans thinking is going to happen but it just won't it just won't happen and Leeds they lost again at the weekend was it 4 4-1 oh, yeah. to Bournemouth yeah. um, what a job at Bournemouth O'Neill's done yeah very um, and like you said I'd say they're safe 34 yeah. points 34 games sorry 39 points level on points now with Chelsea yeah. which is just bonkers yeah. Wolves shocking result at the and weekend on that Bournemouth won 11 Chelsea, I know Chelsea got two games out but they've only won 10 as well yeah it's just no but that Bournemouth done, it's, it's done superb mm. um, Wolves shock and result but I think they're just about just about safe yeah I, th- I think West Ham win one more they're definitely safe Thir- I think 30, 37 is enough yeah I think 37 is more um, Leeds though 67 goals conceded this season shock yeah only Bournemouth and Forest have conceded more but look, like I've got the tables where we're probably looking at it, but the goal difference, like Forest on minus 32, that's a that's a whole point. Like Leicester on minus 13, that's pretty mm. good. That's very very good goal well, difference. That's like like I said, if it's a draw tonight, then Forest drop in on, on goal difference, don't mm. they? And on Leeds, well, we, we said earlier, but they're travelling to City next next game. I think it's at the weekend. They got them away on a Saturday at 3, three o'clock, o'clock which is on Sky. So, yeah, City 8, Leeds nil. Yeah, the weekend fixtures. You've got Bournemouth, Chelsea. My God, can you imagine? <laughs> battle, of, battle of the mid. Oh. Um, Man City versus Leeds. Uh, Spurs, Palace. Wolves, Villa. Liverpool, Brentford. Newcastle, Arsenal. West Ham, Man United. Well, West Ham have got Man City away at the weekend, uh, mm. in midweek. And then they've also got Man United at the weekend. Ooh. Fulham, Leicester. Brighton versus Everton. And Forest, Southampton. Uh, some tough games. Mm. That Forest Southampton one's got to be the the final nail in the coffin for Southampton, surely. Yeah, if they don't win it, they have to win, and they have to win like three or four nil because they're getting mm. their gold. Gold is the same as Forest minus thirty two, and that's with what we're saying about Leeds. They have got City next, 
Their goal is shocking anyway. That's another three, four goal shit the other way. Mm. Yeah. I think Leeds still got rid to Chelsea as well. Yeah, it's going to be... Leeds' fixtures. Tight. Leeds' fixtures are tough. Everton's are tough. Mm. Everton's do play, though, a few clubs around them, though. Mm. Um, but I think it's going to go down to the last day, definitely down there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we Spurs have got Leeds last game of the season away, so they might need a result to stay up. Well, they needed the result last year, didn't they? Mm. Well, this is what we were saying at the weekend as well. Everton have been on this slippery slope for a while. They've been slowly um, just becoming worse and worse. And Leeds clinged on by the skin of their teeth last year. And even recently, they were close, weren't they? They they escaped it by a few points. But, yeah, Everton are struggling big time. And Dyche came in, didn't he? It was a bit exciting and he, like, sort of made them a bit more secure. But there's just such a poor group of players going forward. Yeah, it's irrelevant how good they are at the back. They still can't score, so... Yeah, it was at like 20, 25 goals scored all season. Mm. That's the, I think that's the fewest. In fact, yeah, I'm looking at it now and it is the fewest. Yeah, it is. The least amount of goals. It's the fewest. Yeah, that's, that's <clears throat> but like we said, Neil Mopay, like he just can't score goals. No. You've got Ellis Sims and Calvert-Lewin who can't play games. Like he just can't. <laughs> yeah, barely gets a, can't play two two games in a row without getting injured. So. And the reason they set up last year was because of Richardson, mm. and, and they haven't got many more. You can have him back if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure his goals this year would have helped. Yeah. Christ. <laughs> and like I said, Damari Gray is like literally their only hope going forward. Awobi's been okay, but Awobi doesn't score goals. Um, and like I said, there's only so much good defending you can get away with. Pickford's been shambles really for Everton, but he normally is. And then he's How bad f- is um, Melier as well? Do you see him? Oh. <laughs> see him in the week? I think in the, in the week he... he it was a blatant area, error, sorry, but he... He, it was a goal, goalkeeper looked and said, right, that's all for us. He did say, and he should have done something else then at the weekend. He but even Fulham the weekend the weekend before as well. Nice. It was the and first... Was people out there, people told me, actually, my within our friendship group said, Melia is a good goalkeeper, we should sign him. What a shit goalie he is. Awful, awful player. He's not like the um, the Lloris regen, is he? No, he's, <laughs> he is, but somehow worse. Left-footed French. Yeah. He is, he's just awful, riddled with mistakes. Yeah, terrible goalie. Um... So give me a prediction then, your bottom three. I was having to think then, I think Southampton, oh, Everton, shocking. No, nah, I'm going to... Everton are staying up. Yeah, they're staying Everton up. Everton are staying up. They're too big to go down, I think. Honestly, I, I mm. can't see them. Go. I want them to go down, but I don't think they will. Southampton down, I think, Southampton, Forest, Leeds. That would be incredible. I... I don't want to sound like I'm sitting on the fence, but I'm actually going to agree with you there. I think I do think Leicester and Everton will both get out of it because surely Leicester they've got they've got Madison and Vardy. That is they're going to score some goals somewhere. Surely they can. Leeds are in free fall now. Yeah, Leeds, and I, Leeds I thought Garcia had really turned a corner for them, and they're winning some games. But just, the way they're four-one to Bournemouth, that is horrific. Yeah, and you could lose. I, mean, I think we said the other week we could lose and stuff, but. The way Leeds are doing it, just getting five one. Was it five one Palace? Six mm. one Liverpool. Seven was it? And then, like we said, they're not even played City. They're playing City this week. I didn't play them earlier on, but yeah, they're playing Bournemouth. Palace are getting absolutely torn apart. So yeah, yeah for me, I think total those two out. Leeds and Forest drop in. Although that's, uh, it's a difficult one because I do think if if Leicester win tonight. They'll go 30... I know it's a whiffs and butts, but mm. if they win tonight, they'll go 32 points 
Everton will be. You're still two off safety. That's uh, two points. Is, yeah, you can get that back. Mm. No, I, I think Everton and Leicester will be safe. Oh, yeah. We both said at the beginning of the podcast, <laughs> the very first one, that Leeds would go down. <laughs> yeah. That's our hot take. That Leeds will be finished bottom. They've got to. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'd like I'd like Everton to, Everton to stay up because of Dice, really. But so I'm sort of just sticking to my guns. But but again, those that current bottom three could it, I suppose Forest Lake. I keep forgetting, but after tonight they're in the bottom three regardless. So maybe Leicester stay up. But I'm gonna go. Yep, Southampton Forest Leeds. Yeah, no, I'll, I'm actually going to agree with you. I'm going to go the same. Um, Southampton, I think, are rock rock bottom. They're not. Yeah. They're not getting out of then, that because again, if they win, they're still in the bottom three. They're still bottom. So and Forest they, goal differences. Left. Yeah, it's just yeah, they're gone. Everton or Leicester, though, which one could slip between? Ah, Everton have been shocking. They've been awful, and they're running. Like you said, their running's quite difficult. Yeah, it's going to go right down to the end. I think. Very interesting one. I, I I can't I can't split them. I'm gonna get I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with yourself and go for yeah. go with them go with them through. Um, right, we've been sent in a fair few questions from our listeners this week mm-hmm. and some from last week as well, and some from, from some from some new listeners. And I'll start off with a new listener who uh, followed us in the week, um, James Boyal. I think that's how you pronounce it. B O Y A double L. So Boyle. Um, tough one for both of us actually because we don't. I don't. Me personally, don't watch that much um, football league, football league football. But he's asked, who is the most underrated non-Premier League player? That could be any. That could be any. Any league. Any league but just like a personal preference. Mm. Um, I've gone for not saying he's underrated or anything because I don't. I, said I don't have a, my opinion. Wouldn't be valid to say this player but um, an Arsenal right back who plays on loan at Coventry uh, Brooke Norton Crofty is um, looks a very tidy young player 19 years old English um, and I think he could be in the model of like the Jed Spence that may- maybe he's maybe the move to Spurs for example like you said was too soon he should have gone mid table and then Someone and then else, go up yeah. like that to get the game time because obviously Conte did fancy etc etc but he's someone I think could come in next year and maybe be a reserve right back, start off in the in the cup games and things like that. And obviously not not saying he's going to start for Arsenal, but he can. There's a progression there. I think he's good enough to be a first team player in and around. That's good. Good answer. Any players like that for Spurs? No. No, but I don't know. What's it? Dale Scarlett. Yeah, Dale Scarlett. What's the one at Norwich? Uh, we've had Troy Parrott recently. That's the one, Parrott. <laughs> We had um, we had Jack, we bought Jack Clark, didn't we, from Leeds, and then he basically never played. He's gone to Sunderland, doing quite well in the Championship, and even I mean, it's, is it Kirkin or Sir, Sirkin or something? He plays like he's a left-footed, left-sided player. I don't know about our, our youth, but that's a good question. I would I'd have to research and have a look. I'll not mm. like you said. I really only watch <laughs> only watch yeah. the Prem and, and any town team. players. <laughs> no, they they love Wes Burn. Yeah. Is it Wes Burn or I don't yeah. know. Chaplin, he scored at the weekend. Yeah. No, I don't know. Obviously, true rap comment. Ben at Foster. At <laughs> Pom in the in the championship top goal scorer comfortably. Mm-hmm. Borough have been very good. Maybe that's his level. He might, if they don't go up, he might be one of those that someone takes a chance on. Either one of those sides that goes up. 
I wouldn't be surprised to s- not see him in the see him. Sorry, in the prem next year, maybe. Mm. Yeah, good question. I would have to have to have a bit more time on that one. I think. Um, and then we've got one from Callum Doyle. The year is 2024. Will Theo Walcott still be banging goals up front? Well, well, well. well. <laughs> this has aged well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this little comment has aged brilliant. <laughs> this was sent last week. and um, We didn't actually have time to get through these questions. But I was at home yesterday and my phone went off looking at notifications. Theo Walcott, own goal. I mean, Theo Walcott, like, I love him. I've followed him. For his, his whole career has been basically me growing up as well, watching him as a... 16-year-old kid at Arsenal for 10-odd years, whatever it was, however long it was. I've never, ever, ever seen Theo Walcott score an own goal. <laughs> but, but you're messing with me. Like, I'd love to see it. Just, like, what does this, this goal look why like? Why does he need the goal to do it? Yeah. And, I thought it's got it from a corner. Yeah, and it's just, and he's just standing like a lemon. And he just knew. He's like, oh, fucking hell. The thing on Walcott, which I just found really fascinating, is from the age of 16 to like 31, he's chosen to shave all his hair off and have like no hair mm. and then all of a sudden he's just decided no nah, I'm going to grow it he's got a fucking like, ponytail now he's got really long yeah long hair it's yeah, weird bloke um, no on this one Callum I think if you get relegated I think that uh, Walcott will leave his contract's up at the I can't picture him being the championship I think he might go to America mm. and do a year in America or he'll just retire and be like right I've yeah. done enough yeah or he goes to Whatever in Dubai or wherever they yeah Saudi, Saudi or, sorry, yeah. yeah Saudi and earn a few quid before he hangs I can't up picture him going down the the English league personally might no. be wrong he might want to stay with Southampton and get promoted but yeah I think he's got America written all over him yeah for one year LA. yeah mm. yeah something Sli- like that slick back hair yeah shades on um right another question from Matt how are you pronouncing your surname it looks Devereux. French. Dev- Devro. Devro. Yep. Um he goes, This one's for Jack Kindle Brown. Can you have one word to describe Richarlison? <laughs> oh. <laughs> just a weirdo. I think he's just a total freak. <laughs> that's it, he's a freak. <laughs> I'll I keep saying but I'll mention him later on, but yeah, he's just I don't know, he's an absolute freak. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's not been his year at all, is it? Not been his season. No, all. it's not been. Um, no, yeah, he's. But that was that sums him up. That that moment of the weekend mm. just sums him up perfectly. And yeah. Um. Yep. Question from our. I'm about to sneeze again. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to try and refrain from it. Question from our our Thai resident, <laughs> <laughs> Andy Boyden. <laughs> um, if West Ham United win the Europa Conference League, will they be a bigger club than Spurs? Next question. That's just not true, is it, Andy? You freak as well. You can, you and Charleston can do the pigeon in Thailand together next year. Never uh, a bigger club than Tottenham. Um, James Griff, final question. And in typical James Griff style, would you rather be given £500,000 right now or flip a coin for £1 billion? <laughs> And the sims parts are 500k and then you invest it oh, all this rubbish no give me the coin <laughs> flip it up in the air 50 or 50 let's go zero or one billion <laughs> so I've got zero now so I'm alright no I, t- I, I tend to agree if job. it was like 10 mil then yeah it'd be like no no I'll take that but 500k like, mm. yeah. I'm not saying it's not a lot of money <laughs> yeah. but one billion is like yeah. a lot of money yeah, one billion <laughs> so yeah 
Another great question. Would five hundred k change a lot? Yeah, probably. I don't know. Would it change? I don't know. Probably would, but I'd have a go on a billion. Yeah, all or nothing kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Moving on to team of the week, we've got something a bit different for you guys this week. Um, because that has been <clears throat> about twenty games. Yes, yeah, too much since shit. we last. We couldn't decide. There's too many players to get into six positions, mm. and what we've decided to do is do a whole team. Mm. Fan vote basically. Yeah, we're gonna put it on Instagram, put it on Facebook, all the rest of it, and let basically everyone let everyone decide who they want they want in it this week. Should we um, reel off the players we've decided to go yeah, for? So and obviously we'll put them in polls. Once this is posted online, we'll put them in polls and people can vote for them. So we've gone two goalies, Leno and Steele. Leno from Fulham, mainly for his his game yesterday. Mm. Although they got beat, he was very good. Uh, Still, Brighton with two wins in a week for Brighton. No, no, they they lost against uh, Forest, but he made a fantastic oh, penalty yeah. save and made about and five or six, seven saves in that game. And they beat Wolves. And they beat Wolves six 0 yeah, comfortably. Yeah, clean sheet. Um, so yeah, two goalies to choose from. Obviously, pick one. Then we've got John Stones, Lloyd Kelly from Bournemouth, Pascal Gross because he's like you said, he's been playing sort of right back in he for Brighton mm-hmm. over the last couple of games, and then Trent Alexander Arnold from Liverpool. Again, Stones. Similar to Haaland, De Bruyne, just brilliant against Arsenal. And mm. Another, another goal. Yeah, another goal and a, and a win at the weekend. Lloyd Kelly, two, was it two clean sheets or two wins? No, two wins for Bournemouth. Yeah. I've seen him once. Uh, Gross, again, scored a brilliant goal. Mm. Was good for Brighton at the weekend. And Trent, yeah, Trent's been good. We've five assists and five, I think, yeah. again. In this new like hybrid role he's yeah. been playing. Yeah, so again, four defenders to choose from. Uh, two get chosen, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Two from that selection. Uh, midfielders, we've got Lerma from Bournemouth, Bruno Fernandes from Manchester United, Joe Willock and Kevin De Bruyne from Man City. Um, and then strikers, we've got three to choose from. Callum Wilson scored, what, four in a week? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Haaland, again, like we said, ridiculous against Arsenal. Breaking the record. and Yeah, all sorts. Um, and then Ivan Tony as well. Brentford had another good week. Scored yesterday, uh, yesterday as well, didn't he? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, like this week the... Like Tate was saying, just a bit different. Obviously, like we said, a lot of games to choose from. People have been good, they were bad, one game, good the other. So, yeah, we thought we'd, we'd put this up there and let, let you decide and then we'll release it probably the day after or two yeah. days' time. Yeah, and that works well. Right. Um, should we move on to winner and loser of the week? Yeah. Do you want to start us off? Um, yeah, I'll start off my winner. My winner is Bournemouth slash Gary O'Neill. Um, what a job that man's done. Considering we all mocked him, we've mocked him on here. I think most people in the pub would have mocked him and said they're down. We lost nine nil to Liverpool. Parker got sacked. We're all questioning why you're getting sacked after three games. They've played Arsenal, City, and Liverpool. Like four games ago, it was and they beat Villa. Was a bit harsh. Um, everyone had Bournemouth. I guarantee every basically nearly every person had Bournemouth down in the um, in their pre- in their preseason predictions. The only reason I didn't is because I made a mistake and put, I thought I uh, got Scott Parker mixed up with Fulham. <laughs> but that'd be the only reason. And it was... Yeah, um, yeah. Everyone just thought they were done and dusted. Like they didn't sign anyone particularly. They were just well, a couple of free like, transfers. and They had a match day, but aside they had out over the weekend, there was like a few free... Like you said, uh, a couple free transfers. Like some some uh, players from England, some players from Europe for cheap mm. price. I think the most expensive at Lerma is like 25, 35 million. And he's been like. there a few years though, hasn't he? Yeah, and, and that's the most they've spent. But yeah. 
And for Gary Newey's first job in charge, fantastic. Like They've won four of their last six. And they haven't exactly been against easy teams. Well, winning away at Spurs, winning away at Southampton. That's a great result, that. Um, that were very unlucky against Arsenal all them weeks ago. They just looked... Then they beat... Did they beat Chelsea? Or they drew... Oh, there was something like that, but I can't remember. Mm-hmm. He's just been... Fantastic. So 11 wins. 11 wins. Chelsea got 10. Like, mm. It's just... Phenomenal. He's done a really, really... I can't like praise him enough for... Yeah. And like you said, nothing... For no everyone, one, no one believes yeah. in him whatsoever. And somehow he's got the players yeah. believing in him and, and what they want to do. Yeah, it's a good one. Mm. I've gone winning the week. Erling Haaland scored his 33rd and 34th goal in the Premier League this season. 50th goal in all competitions equals the the Premier League record with 34 goals in a in a 38 game season because I think Andy Cole done it in 93-94, Shearer done it in 95-96. But they both got 34, but they that was in a 42 game season. Um he could easily reach 40 Premier League goals if his sort of form continues and the game, the amount of games they potentially could have, um, and yeah, all in his first season with huge expectations, and I think he surpassed what people thought they would see. Yeah, a lot of people predicted he'd be good, but I don't think anyone could see him doing this. Um, and yes, he's part of a brilliant side with an exceptional, exceptional manager, but it's very difficult. You've seen with plenty of players how difficult it is to join a new side, a new country, a new team with new management, a new style of play, all the rest of it. Um, and he absolutely destroys everyone. Um, mm. For example, Grealish, massive price, huge expectations. Probably take him over a year to sort of find his feet, and slowly he's, he's you're seeing a, a real, real player that he is. But yeah, Erling Haaland's just been ridiculous. And I, again, I'm going about it, but the Arsenal game, I thought he actually was a brilliant player. I didn't, not oh god, he's not that good, but I didn't know he was capable of being that good. And he's just an unbelievable player. So yeah, Erling Haaland, winner of the week, perfect. <clears throat> um, do you want to do your loser in tandem with mine? <laughs> yeah, I think we might. I think with that smirk, we might have a similar player. In, do you want to have a countdown? Know. Three, two, one, and then do it? I'll do, what, the pigeon or? Does <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. your winner start with R and end with end with N? Yes, and it, the middle bit is Richarlison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my loser of the week, Tate's loser of the week is Richarlison. Again, we don't talk about this. It's just we've come down here and this is what it is, but... Yeah, I'll I'll, t- I'll say my explanation, and you might have a similar one. But yeah, scores the third goal. He like most might like most who are watching the game or involved in the game thought he'd snatched a point and celebrated accordingly. Shushing the Liverpool fans, whips his top off, jumps towards the Spurs fans, gives it the pigeon with Son. I thought, right, here we go, nice point away at Liverpool. Um, but then for Tottenham to concede moments later, just sums up Richardson's season really and Tottenham's season and how we've been. So yeah, Richardson gets my loser of the week. No, no, you said it very well there. Um, there's another point I'd like to add is that Richarlison has got more yellow cards for excessive celebrations than goals scored this season because he got booked before he <laughs> take his stuff off his disallowed bar. He's just absolutely having one, isn't he? He's absolutely He's just, yeah. Just there's no you can't. It's hard to explain it put into words, but yeah, it's everything he's done and tried has not worked. He, even the weekend he scores. Gets like throws his body on the line, gets a little header in, and even that backfires. Yeah. Somehow scoring a goal, and in the way he scored it, is funnier than not scoring yeah. any goals at all. Yeah, he's better off actually not coming on and not being involved than, than coming on and doing what he did. So, yeah. I still think it's a strange signing for you, it's considering he d- he hasn't played on the wing for years for Villa. He's for Villa for Everton. He's mm-hmm. a striker. Obviously, no one plays behind Kane. 
I don't know. Maybe, maybe if just maybe if Kane got injured, he got to run five, six, seven games as a number nine. Maybe, but also I yeah. think we, the way we play and all the rest of it, when because we're geared towards Kane and Kane and Son, and that's that's our team and that's what we rely on. These odd games that Richardson's thrown in, when he's thrown in, it doesn't help anyway. But mm. he's thrown in a situation, the odd game here or two, and it's, our team is not geared for it. Yeah, no. we're not made for Richardson. Richardson's not. He can't cope with what Kane can do. So. Yeah, it's not. It's not, it's a tough. He's in a tough position, but yeah, I just think he's absolutely yeah. having a season to forget. He also doesn't help himself, and I do think oh, he's no, one of the yeah, most dislikable people. He him. must be unbearable. Like, <laughs> he's like the Straco equivalent to that um, Lucho, you know, the one from Southampton, yeah, having Brazilian, yeah. like you said. He's a nut job, yeah. Yeah, no, I think easy. He, I mean, he possibly could have looked at Lucas for loser week, but I almost feel sorry for him. But yeah, definitely. Richardson takes the crown this week. Right. Let's go back to the beginning of the show. Leicester were last relegated from the Premier League in 2003-2004. Can you name three players in that squad? Ian Walker. Correct. Oh, huge. Actually, he used to play for Spurs, didn't he? Yeah, that's the clue I'm going to give you. And There's a Spurs theme in this squad. That squad, that team, so they were in the Walkers kit, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. In the middle. Oh, that's the only one I knew off the bat. Mm, Leicester. Spurs what? theme. I don't know if it's going to help me or not. That's a long time ago, though. No, it is. Ian Walker. Oh. Was it Stephen Freund? Correct. Oh, it's a great shout. He got relegated with him. That's terrible. Yeah, that's a, the picture I've got. The famous picture I'm in the newspaper of is oh, really? when when we're whilst we win the league and Vieira takes the ball around Walker. It's me, my dad, Freund, <laughs> and Vieira. It's like I'm in the middle of all them players. Oh, after that, I'm struggling. Oh, Leicester. I can picture their kit 100. percent It's the big Walkers in the middle and probably like a big collar. Oh, let's see who I think. You sh- there's one, two, three. There's probably about four people. <laughs> Are they on there? Any of them? No, no. Uh, that's obviously the same. I think it's the same year. To be fair, no, it is. I was just yeah. just just checking. Uh, oh, no, I'm struggling. Uh, Expo striker. Mm. But who played for Leicester? Expo striker. That's a that's so long ago, isn't it? That's a long, long time ago. Was he Spurs after that? After no, no, he Spurs. Did, he'd finished his career there. He was, right. was on the way down, definitely. Oh God. I'm not sure. I'm yeah. Gonna wave the white flag, I think. Les Ferdinand. Les Ferdinand. Give me some clues. I'll see if I can get something. But I'm. Um. What other players? Yeah. Go on. I might. Might. Uh. Frank Sinclair. Uh. Muzzy is it? Muzzy is it? Yeah. Keith Gillespie. Yeah. Paul Dickoff. Dickoff. Yeah. Oh no, names I know, but yeah, I'd never get them today. Uh. Marcus Bent. Ben Thatcher. Did he play you? 
Mate, so yeah, he was the one at City when he when he yeah, but it, yeah, but he played for you before that. I think yeah, I didn't know that even when he did did that for against Mendes, I didn't even know he played for Tottenham. Yeah, um, Dabby's ass at Newcastle. Um, Craig Hignett, I always remember that name because he scored against Arsenal in that year. Um, but yeah, no, that was I thought I thought you could maybe get two of the three. That's why I said three because there were some Spurs players. Yeah. Maybe oh, no, I wouldn't have got the others, but no, good, good question. But that it's weird how that um, bottom four from that year, bottom five from that mm. year, is so like quite similar to now. Iconic. Obviously, you've got Man City in sixteenth, but mm. Everton won nine games. They've won Ooh, six. six this year. Yeah. Leicester won six that year and got relegated. Leeds won eight. Seven, I think. And you said Wolves, didn't you as well? No. All three of them teams had thirty-three points. Bad deal. Yeah, Wolves finished rock bottom. Well. They all finished. Southam- yeah, Southam- probably won't get to 30 points Southampton this year. They've got 24 of them, though. They're not going to win. I don't know. They might do. But a good question. I like it. Right, that brings uh, close to another another episode. Mm. No, thank thank you again for listening and contributing to the show. Yeah. Um, we've had a few new followers as well, so just shout out to you for yeah. listening on the Instagram. The, yeah. The engagement on the Instagram has been good and. Yeah, we're like trying to post a bit more regularly and different stuff here and there. Like mm. your mate, the PSV fan, obviously went to the cup final. Yes, and I shout out for them for being and, and beating Ajax. Mr. Andy with the yeah Ipswich Andy Houghton, yeah for the Ipswich stuff that was yeah. fantastic. Um, yeah, so next week we'll actually be back on when Tuesday, Tuesday, because mm. um, Jack's gone on holiday Away. to Portugal. Yeah. Um, last time we met Fred over there. So. Yeah, James beat as well. So <laughs> James beat and Fred. Any professionals playing golf this weekend? I might come over to you. So yeah, we'll um, we won't back on a normal Monday, but um, I'm sure we'll have plenty to speak about yeah. over the midweek games we've got coming up. Mm. I'll get some content tomorrow at the, at the Emirates. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like I said, another bank holiday weekend, so plenty of football going on. Yes. Very right. Good. So uh, I think that's everything we've yeah, got to say. Good. Very good. And um, we'll see you next week. Yeah, cheers. Stay loyal. Stay loyal.